Now, a lot of people may hear this story or have heard this story and thought that it was straight up fictional, untrue, and complete and utter bullshit. And if you ever told your coworkers this story in the break room, they might write you off as a conspiracy theorist. However, what if I told you that people are absolutely, positively donating their bodies to technology? And so much so that some places around the world even hold parties in commencement and celebration. This podcast is going to give you the insight into the world of humans willingly microchipping themselves and the ones who are wholeheartedly believe that one day that we all will be chipped. What is up, everybody? What is up? Hope you are well. Hope you are drinking your alkaline water. I hope that you are eating an alkaline diet. I hope that you are taking your vitamins. I'm hoping that you're staying prayed up. I'm hoping that you are mentally detoxing in this time of quarantine. I hope that you are turning off the fucking news and only consuming about 15 minutes of that shit a day. And I hope that you are in a mentally great space. And welcome to the Rondell's Unpopular Opinion Podcast. And if you're listening through Anchor, if you're listening through Spotify, if you're listening through Apple, because we are now on Apple now, y'all. If you're listening through Apple, Spotify, Anchor, I really, really appreciate you because like I say all the time, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. And I appreciate that. And I appreciate you. Be sure to share this podcast with your friends, your family, your your mama, your grandmama, whoever had your grandmama, whoever had your great grandmama. Okay. (laughs) Share this in and get this out there. Now we're going to get into the topic of conversation because I'm pretty sure everybody heard the intro to this video. And <laughs> yo, you can't make this shit up. You can't make it up. Now, I- I'm going to start off with saying this, right? So when I was in school, right? And I know if you know me personally, if many of you know me personally, you know I've been in school a few times. So about the fourth time that I was in school, <laughs> around the fourth time I was in school, right? So just recently, while I was in the Harvard, Bus- Harvard Business School, we had a online forum, right? And I had classmates from all over the world, from literally probably fucking Madagascar to California to uh, Italy to uh, Japan, you name it, Indonesia. I had people everywhere, right? And one of the debates on the forum with the cohort was, do we see a cashless economy on a global scale? All right. And I'm just going to say this, a lot of what is happening now in the world, especially with the coronavirus hysteria and pandemic, um, and how that's shaking things up economically, it's sad to say, but I tried to tell people I told them so because I have been studying business for so long and economics for a long time that I kind of really seen a lot of this coming because I have studied CEOs and I've heard seminars and I've heard them speak in speeches and lectures. I've heard all this shit already. Now, in the cohort, we discussed, did we see a cashless economy in the foreseen future? And a lot of people, mind you, like I said, these are not all Americans, right? A lot of people were like, you know, mm, no, I don't see it in the foreseeing future. You know, 
credit is power, but cash is still king. And I'm like, okay. However, on a globalized spectrum, we got to remember from a globalized spectrum, is a cashless economy far-fetched and I was I was basically explaining to them no that I really don't believe that it is and um this story definitely much so proves that and I guarantee you that um after the COVID-19 hysteria is done they probably will be seeing (laughs) they probably will be having a different answer right now the reason why I had to bring up the cashless economy aspect of this is because Sweden is Okay, Sweden, which is located in Europe. Sweden is one of the innovative nations that have been leading the way in the cashless economy society, all right? This country has become the trailblazers to it, and I'm gonna explain to you how. So they pretty much thrive on a cashless economy all right they they believe in basically this which is basically the microchip now they believe in it to the extent that their train tickets via the railroad companies that they have there are taking their train tickets via the microchip implanted in their hand They believe in it to the aspect of, or to the extent rather, that businesses have their offices set up with microchip access. So meanwhile, while you're over in the States, right, and you're, you know, at work and you need to get through certain doors and, you know, certain uh, departments within, you know, your organization or whatever, uh, wherever you work at, you usually use your, your you know, door code, right? You probably have a pin. I work for a bank, so we open up everything with pin numbers at the door, the door pad. No, we don't do that. Sweden don't do that. There's no door pads. There's no ID cards. There's the microchip in your hand where if you want to get through the door, they're going to scan your hand, right? And it's just really crazy to hear that, especially if you're over in the westernized part of the world, if you're in the United States or, you know, anywhere in close proximity, the United States and you don't know about this this may sound taboo it may sound unethical and it definitely sounds like a side eye now shout out to IT um ITV news excuse me ITV news because they actually did um some coverage on this all right and the video was actually up on YouTube if you want to see it you just go to I like igloo TV news and this will pop up you will see this this uh short documentary that they did where they basically had rebecca berry one of their correspondents over in sweden um in different parts of sweden she was in stockholm she was in different parts of the country and she was pretty much getting the tea on this and this video the funny part about it is this video has 117,000 views on youtube with listen to the ratio y'all 2200 dislikes to 787 likes that ratio was crazy that ratio is insane and it must have got thick in the comment section of this video on youtube because the comments are definitely disabled and turned off 
<laughs> so I just want to put that out there. But according to them, um, and from their research, Sweden believes that carrying credit cards, um, your house keys or your ID will soon become a thing of the past if the biohackers were to have their way. And back then, they stated back in 2019 when this was done, around 4,000 people in Sweden had already been chipped. And some organizations say that the implants that are put into your hand, the microchip, may be on their way to England, maybe on their way to the UK. So I don't know if they uh, have made it there yet, Um, This podcast is solely uh, speaking on Sweden and what's been going on. And according to um, Rebecca Barry, she did an excellent job kind of really not being biased and getting the full spectrum of this entire thing. Um, She actually attended a uh, basically a implant party. And a young woman, she was about, I believe, maybe 25, got her chip. Um, It was a celebratory um, event where a whole bunch of people were getting chipped. She was one of them. And she said that she was excited. She felt like, you know, it made her feel good. And she was saying that this is her cyborg birthday. It's like she's being reborn again. That's, you know, what she had stated for the documentary. Um, so basically the microchip, if you wanted to know, kind of really the, uh, the setup of it, it's essentially an implant. And in that implant, you basically have the power and authority of what you want actually embedded into that, right? What data you want in that. So like, let's say if you want, um, your, um, keys or basically the lock to your, your front door of your apartment, of your home, it will be in the microchip, your ID, your cards, um, your, um, account information at the bank, um, anything that you pretty much want, you can archive through the chip. All right. And what made this documentary really interesting was she actually, she meaning, uh, Rebecca Barry was able to sit with actually a biohacker. This is what these people called who are actually, uh, constructing these chips and, and, you know, implanting these, uh, these chips and, and pushing for the cashless economy via the microchip. This is their name. This is what they do. This is their title. They're called biohackers. Now she was able to meet with Hanez Sojblad. All right. Look him up. First name spell H A N N E S last name S like Sam J O B like a job. All right. L-A-D like dog. Hanes Sodlad is a biohacker out in Sweden and he sat with Rebecca and the conversation was very interesting. Now, um, he was basically stating to her that in Sweden, uh, they believe in improving human bodies and technology and that technology can aid in improving human bodies. And during the conversation, Rebecca, you know, inquired, you know, what's wrong with just possessing contactless uh, mobile wallets via your phone or um, just holding a set of keys in your bag? Like, what's the problem with that? And Hanez pretty much responded and said that the chip is just solely um, there and it's for a convenience. So Rebecca was just like, okay, well, 
ain't that laziness then like you can't carry some keys in a wallet or you know hold your, your stuff in your phone like you gotta have it chipped in you you wouldn't think that would be um you know uh laziness <laughs> right so she's like okay like what's going on with that and um he basically had responded that it's solely for, he kept pushing the narrative of convenience, convenience, convenience. And that the ultimate goal is to make humans to be bionic, right? And when he said that, I just sat back and I thought about like certain movies we watched, right? We think about um, especially Terminator, right? And we think about that film and even though that film is, let's say, what am I? I'm 31 now. I'm going to give Terminator probably like 20, 25 years max, right? We think about how that movie was produced back in the 1990s, right? We think about movies like The Matrix. We especially Terminator though, right? This sticks out to me because I can remember as a child watching on VHS Ask your kids what a VHS is, and I bet you they can't tell you. <laughs> I bet you they can't tell you. But anyway, I remember watching the Terminator on VHS, and I just remember the cops and uh, or the 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 um, sergeants or whoever in that movie. And I remember seeing Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I just remember how bionic they looked. And it just goes to show you how. Certain things are just so ahead of their time, right? And they're basically telling you or explaining to you the narrative before it actually really comes into play. And you really start to really sit back and think if they were kind of showing you this type of stuff back in the early 90s and even 80s, right? It's like, was it a prophecy that was supposed to be fulfilled in the first place? Because you're so ahead of your time. We're talking about something 25, 30 years ago that was being shown to us through movies, right? Depicted to us, uh, depicted through movies. And we're seeing it now in 2020 where we have, you know, biohackers telling us that we need to be bionic and it's something to think about. Okay. Now y'all here, we got a lot to unpack. We got a, we got a lot to unpack with this, right? And I'm going to try to keep this as short as I possibly can because I know the podcast is probably running like 15 minutes at this point being that I had to get the information to you out there now what I'm gonna say to you is this the documentary that I watched on this right is only just one uh outlet right this has been going on for a number of years I have researched this with Sweden and I have learned that this has been going on for as early as I can track it back is about probably 2016, 2017. So we're talking about three years now that they have been doing this. And I wholeheartedly believe that it is more than 4,000 people within the nation that actually have these chips and possess these chips in their bodies. Now, here's the problem with the chip. Oh, and I do believe that it has spread to other um nations within europe right now here's the problem with the chip the fact that people want to forfeit their bodies to 
this bullshit is their choice, right? And in my opinion, it's a very dumb choice because this is completely unnatural and an unnatural substance in the body, okay? And it's not like it's something that's like a biological neuron. And again, we need to understand, like I said, with the COVID-19 alleged vaccine that I had spoke about on my Instagram, where Johnson and Johnson was just awarded $450 million for actually taking a part in creating the vaccine, which is bullshit because we already know their sketchy past and how they done kill people off. But that's a whole nother different podcast. We have to take into account what are the long term effects of putting something into our bodies because like I always say you're gonna pay out the front end or the back end but either way you're gonna pay you're most definitely gonna play pay for having a, a substance in your body no matter whether it's a disc in your in your your back right to cosmetic implants in your body you need to be cognizant and aware of what can happen to you in the long term and how it can be detrimental. And we've seen what already with um, unnatural artificial substances in the body can do, right? We've seen plastic surgery gone wrong, right? We've seen people with um, all types of like craziness happening in their bodies due to implants or things of unnatural substance being injected into them, right? Now, it's not really about the chip per se. But it's more so of the power that the chip can hold and what is on the chip. And the reason why I say that is because we're living in a societal dynamic where data is lucrative, right? Data is imperative. Data is important. And according to Yahoo Finance, they state that data analytics, the data analytics uh, industry will be worth $4.5 billion by 2025, okay? We also see the imperativeness of data analytics through the Netflix documentary called The Great Hack and what happened with Cambridge Analytica. I highly suggest everybody check that documentary out. Now, I actually got an article on this whole entire um, situation that was very much so informative from LifeSite News. And LifeSite News was actually able to correspond with Edwin Black, who's an investigative journalist and author of the book War Against the Weak, Eugenics and Americans, uh, America's Campaign to Create a Master Race, all right? He actually corresponded with LifeSite News and told them that the new technology could spell an end of personal freedom for whole populations. And I wholeheartedly believe that to be fact. And he basically went on to say, and they quoted him, that for many years, the privacy of community has feared this moment when the implantable chip will become small enough to be injected in the hand. This means that human behavior can be trackable and controllable by the injector. And if the injector is a government entity or corporation under the control of government, we are turning a corner 
where government will be able to wipe out a whole class of people on their origin or opposition to policy. Okay. Now think about where we at right now with this COVID-19. Think about where we're at as far as where people are fearing the brink of martial law and mandation and control of our bodies. Right. And a number of American states, all right, have introduced laws forbidden to require the, uh, that human beings be chipped, right? Certain states. And this prevents employers from forcing their employees to have the device implanted. That's for now, right? But what if we succumb to what I feel as though was going to be the inevitable? And what if we succumb to... You know, you have one bad apple, it spoils it for the whole bunch, right? What if we have to think about the constitution, right? Where, you know, it's for the people and, and these are the laws of the land and how you cannot impose on, on us. And we have these, uh, these rights when rights start getting taken away, we have a huge problem. So this is why the COVID-19 is so imperative right now. And we're in such a very um, pivotal state as far as a society, because if we get mandated for a vaccine, right? What is that gonna set the tone for going forward, right? Will we too, like Sweden said, eventually be injected with chips? It's like I said, like I told my classmates, it's not far fetched. All right. It's not far fetched. And if you talk to a few, um, Christians, right. If you talk to a few people who are, um, very much so cognizant and aware of the book of revelations and where we are right now on a global spectrum and how so many prophecies have been fulfilled, um, in, in the, from the Bible and even in the uh, Quran. Right. But we think about the book of revelation, uh, specifically and how the book of revelation speaks of the mark of the beast and life site news article actually brought that up and they actually got the, the exact, um, scripture, the exact verse in the book of revelation where, uh, it states that, and he shall make all both little and great rich and poor free men and bondmen to have a character in their right hand or on their foreheads and that no man might buy or sell, but he that hath the character or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Okay. It's something to think about. It's something to, it's something to think about. We need to think about where we are right now, what is going on around us and understand that we are in a globalized economy, a globalized society. We are in, um, a government that is unanimous and when something happens to one of us, it happens to all of us. So we need to be very cognizant on what's going on. And that's why you have me and I'm here to bring it to you. And like I always say on my social media, 
we are not conspiracy theorists here we are conspiracy realists and i'm here to always give you the real now if you want like i said feel free to look all this up it is not a lie it is very much so truth it is very much so tangible and you'll be able to find it use that fifteen hundred dollar cell phone that you have right that fancy um, $2,000 Android, because I think they got an Android out now that's almost like damn near $2,000, the S20. So just provoke some thought and question everything. Question everything that comes out because the truth is always stranger than fiction. And remember that. But like I said, share this podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I love y'all. Y'all be safe. Y'all stay up and I will check y'all later. Peace.